0: Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Thursday, May 18th. The 2024 Republican presidential race is finally heating up. This field is about to take shape, and the pace is quickening. After months and months of waiting and flirting with a potential candidacy, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to launch his campaign for president next week. That's according to two Republicans familiar with the matter. The Florida governor is expected to file his FEC paperwork, which is what makes you an official candidate, and have an account ready to start receiving money and spending money. And then the following week, after the Memorial Day holiday, he will have a more traditional, formal announcement speech in Florida. So we are now just days away from Ron DeSantis finally becoming an active, full-fledged presidential candidate. He is, in all the polling, the candidate that right now is posing the most significant threat to the clear frontrunner at the race at the moment, former President Donald Trump. DeSantis is expected to gather with some of his high dollar donors in Miami next week. So be on the lookout, because if that account gets set up with the FEC in the first half of the week, those donors will be primed and ready to start calling all their rich friends saying, hey, there's an account open. It's receiving checks. Please write one. So that may send DeSantis into his formal announcement the following week with some financial momentum. As for hitting the campaign trail, we saw DeSantis in Iowa over the weekend, and tomorrow we're going to see him in New Hampshire. He is set to meet with some state lawmakers in the Granite State, the first primary state in the Republican nominating process. That comes a day after DeSantis signed some restrictive laws against transgender residents in Florida, including limitations on pronouns and bathroom usage. We are going to remain a refuge of sanity and a citadel of normalcy, and kids should have an upbringing uh, that, that reflects that. And like you just heard there, we've been getting a preview of what a DeSantis campaign may look like from a message and policy standpoint, how he plans to square off against Donald Trump and draw some Contrasts, And it is fascinating to watch how he, it seems, is planning to come at Donald Trump from Trump's right to sort of out conservative him on the right on some key issues like abortion, as we discussed yesterday on the podcast, or on immigration or guns, topics of great interest to Republican primary voters. As I said, on abortion, you'll recall we discussed yesterday how initially Ron DeSantis was pretty quiet about that six-week abortion ban bill that he signed into law in Florida. But then when Donald Trump was quoted in an interview calling that ban too harsh, you heard yesterday on the podcast how DeSantis went back at Trump on that. On the topic of guns at the CNN town hall with Donald Trump just last week in New Hampshire, you heard Trump defend his position as president when he unilaterally banned bump stocks. Now, bump stocks essentially allow shooters to fire semi-automatic rifles continuously with one pull of the trigger. Here was Trump. As you know, the bump stocks are actually a very unimportant thing. Uh, There's been nobody that's protected the (laughs) Second Amendment, as you know, like I have. I protected it through thick and thin, not easy to do. Meanwhile, DeSantis recently signed a law in Florida that allows residents to carry concealed guns without a permit or training. Again, coming at Trump from the right. In fact, the DeSantis super PAC never backed down, pounced on Trump's answer at the town hall that you just heard. The organization characterized Trump's modest gun safety measure on Twitter as, quote, gun control, and posted a video of the former president seeming to embrace other restrictions on firearms like red flag laws. In terms of the pandemic, DeSantis originally supported the COVID-19 vaccine, but that's no longer the case. DeSantis has pushed to ban vaccine mandates, and his own Surgeon General in Florida has faced accusations of doctoring a study about COVID-19 vaccines. Here was DeSantis last week. What we saw with COVID is the medical establishment really lost its mind. They became very political, They were not listening to data. Even to this day, you will have pediatricians that are trying to jab six-month-old babies with an mRNA shot. Of course, Trump touts the success of Operation Warp Speed during his presidency in getting a vaccine up and running faster than anybody anticipated possible. But it's not just DeSantis. Mike Pence, the former vice president, is looking like everything but being an official candidate right now. He was in New Hampshire earlier this week for a two-day swing with multiple speaking engagements. He pushed back on Donald Trump's call to let the U.S. default on its debt and said he disagrees with his former boss's criticism that Florida's six-week abortion ban was too harsh. He also threw an elbow at DeSantis and his handling of Disney, arguing that the state should not be moving against a private business. As strongly as I supported Florida's efforts to restrict teaching of gender and sex education for children under the third grade, I simply believe that the state should not be moving against a private employer in the state simply because they disagreed on a political issue in the state legislature. And he had this to offer when he was asked about how he envisions being a candidate running against his former running mate. I've debated Donald Trump many times, just not with the cameras on. I'm, uh, you know, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd welcome the opportunity to bring my ideas forward if I'm a candidate and uh, I promise to keep you posted on our plans. Pence just announced today he has a two-day swing in Iowa next week. You don't go to New Hampshire one week and Iowa the next by accident, folks. He also had his allies launch a super PAC in support of a potential candidacy called Committed to America that happened earlier this week. He is all but on the cusp of a likely entrance into this race. On Monday, Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina is going to unveil a major announcement. Remember, he launched an exploratory committee. But on Monday, he is expected to jump in full-fledged, become a candidate for president with a formal announcement in his home state of South Carolina. And Senator Tim Scott, who didn't have much opposition in his recent reelection to the Senate, has a ton of money, federal dollars, in his account that can transfer over to a presidential campaign account, so he'll be well-funded at the start of this operation. Also, keep your eyes on New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, who has said he is within weeks of making a final decision on whether or not he is going to take a second plunge into presidential politics. And if he does so, he clearly is going to position himself as a Trump antagonist. Listen to him in New Hampshire last month. He is the biggest loser for the Republican Party since Richard Nixon. And finally today, a new name to the mix. We learned that North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum is likely to be a candidate in this race. He'll make a final decision in the next two to three weeks, sources tell us. Now, he would enter this race with very little name recognition, but he is a very wealthy man after he sold his software company to Microsoft for a billion dollars before getting into politics. So he will have the money to campaign for as long as he'd like. We still don't have the criteria from the Republican National Committee about what it's going to take to get onto that first Republican presidential debate stage in August in Milwaukee, but it's starting to look like it's going to be a very crowded stage. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.